Hola, familia. ¿Cómo estás? Welcome to Remember with Sophia. And per usual, let's breathe. Go ahead and open up your root. Feel that connection to the earth. Make it up if you can't feel it. <laughs> it's still there, even if your senses aren't attuned. Breathe it in. Down into your root and hold the breath. Let it go. Again. Bring it back in, opening up your body, expanding and holding that sweet prana. Let it go. One more, breathe it in. Hold. let it go. You know, those holds are gateways. In my Kundalini classes, I really emphasize on the hold, holding gently without tension in the body. Because that is what provides access, gateways to other dimensions and realms that are within our conscious grasp. So episode three or two, I did that thing about making episode zero and I just confused myself. So this is episode whatever number. So I want to start today with a story about God. <laughs> and this will bridge the way into what wants to flow through today. It's today's podcast, Transcending Time and Space to whoever's listening in this moment. It's not linear, so it doesn't have to be you listening now. Your listening is already pulling through what wants to come through today. So God came knocking at my door. First, it was just like a little knock, and I was just kind of annoyed, dismissing, dismissing the act, the call a few times. I would answer it because I would feel something in the depths of my being, like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm going to answer this. And then I was like, actually, no. The more I thought about it and let my mind come into play, I actually ended up getting pretty angry. <laughs> actually pissed. I'm like, fuck this. Like, how dare you come here now? Like, so a second knock, a third knock. And within that third or fourth knock of the door, I heard a little whisper come from within. Something like, don't let this ship sail away. So that was enough. Entertaining that one thought created enough of a crack to let the light in just to the right degree to where I showed up for the conversation. 
that was being brought forth to me. That's all it took. One conversation. A single conversation and all the walls crumbled. Literally nowhere left. Nowhere left to hide any parts of me. It's all there to be seen, to be loved, to be brought into the light. <laughs> it's like the frequency is, is saying continuously, I see you. I receive you. I will settle for nothing less than all of you. And that is merging deeper and deeper every day into myself as I surrender more fully into what is transforming me. There's, there's no turning back. And in fact, even if I did try to turn back, what was previously created was, is all just a, a morass of separation. <laughs> In this space, it's the totality of expression can flow through. It's like I'm, I'm learning what it truly means to deepen into myself, to merge, what it truly means to merge into the all. These things that I've been tasting and touching and moving through, it's like, oh shit, this, this is what it means. This is what has always been here. This is what I've always known. <laughs> this saying keeps coming to me, which is pretty fascinating. It's um, when two become one, the kingdom of heaven opens. And it's in the Gnostics. I think I first heard it through Jai Dave, who's also a really epic Kundalini teacher. <laughs> When two become one, the kingdom of heaven opens. So I lived in a mystery school, Issa Love, which I'm sure some of you know. Um, he's the one who guided me to Kundalini and guided me through a lot of my, uh, the destruction of fears or the dissolution of them. And he transmits a path of the clear light tantra when two become one. <laughs> that that is when the third entity can emerge forth. And that's what I've been experiencing lately. And this is kind of like metaphoric and elusive, but I'll hone it in. That's what I'm experiencing, the saying, when two become one, the kingdom of heaven opens. And for me, what I'm experiencing it as is the dance of the masculine and the feminine. And I have a lot of non-binary friends. So let's take, if we can, I'm presenting an opportunity to take these frequencies. Like I wish we could get away from gender. Okay, it's fine if this doesn't resonate with you for gender. I'm gonna use it in, a, in all realms and just take it however it resonates. but. I'm leaning more into my feminine because I've become very fucking masculine. I'm feminine as fuck, but super masculine in structure. Do this, do that. I'm organizing like 50 something retreats. I'm like the main head person at Finca Mia. And it's like, I, everyone goes to me for all the questions. What's this? What's that? Can you arrange this? Can you do this? I'm like the structured queen. So it's become heavily masculine. 
in those energetics of like structure, um, set the space, set the container, structure, 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 contain, contain. And my feminine has kind of taken a backseat, although she's always been there. The flow. Ooh, the stage has been set. Let me flow on into this and bring forth what wants to come through. Feeling, intuiting. So recently with this reunion with God, I am witnessing my own feminine soften. I'm witnessing daily my nervous system relax deeper and deeper into the moment. I'm witnessing the unraveling of how I've created my life to be, which I've been saying what that for a few months now. And I'm really starting to see how many things that I've created have really been through a subtle conversation of fear, trying to generate ways of sustainability. This is a great enough experience. I can be safe in this. This is predictable. <laughs> and now that I've shined the light on these spaces, I have no choice but to watch them crumble. And when I say crumble, it's crumbling down to be built into something even more magnificent for every single aspect that's involved. But to be going through this process in such a way where I witness the one who wants to cling to rocks or cower in fear, and I hold that being so beautifully, like, come on, sweet one, I know it doesn't feel like the experience you would ideally like to have, but we're going to feel it all. And we are going to surrender deeper into what's being presented because the knowing is landing in the fibers of my makeup beyond anything I have ever experienced in my 31 years of living. Yep, I'm 31, that's right. Someone literally told me today that she thought I was 17. 17 i'm like what that doesn't even that like there's so many layers to that what the anyways seven fucking teen i was just like are you kidding me um so i have no choice i have no choice but to listen to this call and it feels ancient it feels fucking biblical before the I don't even want to label it that because I'm over this patriarchy war. Like, come on, we've all played parts in this. Aren't we sick of pointing the finger and making people run? You're this, it's this, it's them, it's them. It's like fucking A. Come on. Like, you really think we're going to get more of um, or co-create something new from the same energetics of I'm right, they're wrong? I mean... <laughs> A lot of people actually do think that. So you do you, boo. I'm not here to tell you that I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> but I'm right and you're wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> so it's pretty an incredible experience because before when I've, when I've received similar knocks on the door from God, I say similar, but it's actually not at all similar. Like this specific, what has dropped in is just like, whoa whoa, 
I'll get into it later. Um, in the past, I would create such chaos and destruction. Like, oh my God, I have to follow the call. And oh my God, it's, everyone's going to be miserable and I'm miserable and this is terrible and burn it down. And I guess I'm still like that a lot in my speech and the scene. I'm still very much like, oh my God, it's crumbling. It's tumbling down. Oh, it's so deep. Like, I think deep's my favorite word to use. <laughs> but that's where I live. I live in the fucking depths and I can't pretend to just exist in sugar-coated frequencies of love and light, sprinkle, sprinkle. It's the full totality of expression. And I'm realizing that that is what I'm supposed to bring through as a divine mother. The archetype of the divine mother in her full spectrum ecstaticness. It's just like, oh God tantalizing okay I actually don't know what that word means but it just came through so I hope, it <laughs> I hope that's really what it is um but it's similar to uh I guess what I could call coming home in such a way that it blows anything else that has ever been even remotely close to that labeling out of the water um tenfold so there's that and I'm caressing and nurturing my being step by step. I've really gotten to drop into my body on a deeper level and be present with myself in the moment. There's no running, there's no chasing, there's no grasping, there's no white knuckling the rocks. I'm allowing and I'm surrendering into the undercurrent that I cannot see, but I feel with every cell of my makeup. Sometimes the sensation can get really intense. And I so lovingly, as the structure of the fluid emotions moving through the masculine to my feminine, I hold her and I just caress her. And I say, you get it. You get those tears. Yes, feel it all. Don't let any emotion go unfelt. Feel it. Feel your heart break. Crack open so new light can pour pour in feel the depth of that feel your muscles your bones your organs your tissues feel all of it the nausea feel the nausea don't run from it don't hide from what your body is asking you to hold her through because the more i hold her and move it through the more i open up to experience life and lately Every moment has been pure ecstasy, even when it's not. Today I woke up and my body was hurting. I'm moving through health things, but I'm seeing the roots. And it, I've been more just expansive in it than ever. But today my body was really an intense sensation. What one would label pain. Um, intense sensation, but I could hold that and generate just pure ecstasy. It's like every moment can be orgasmic in this space of unity where I rest in just receiving it all into the vessel of me, into the field of me, and moving it through me. Being grounded in my body, grounded on the earth, receiving and feeling everything that comes my way without labeling because labeling is grasping and attaching and then making it something. And then once the label is there, a story is generated. And then that processes in the field that instantly anchors in a thinking, feeling loop. 
where the thought generates the feeling and the feeling generates more thoughts to sustain it. So what happens when one moves and flows through this plane, through all the planes, without grasping and labeling or watching the one who does? Because look, it's, it's inevitable. We have to label. It just does it automatically. Our mind just does it instantly. You look at something, you think green, you don't even have to try. So I'm not talking about that, you know, because that's always going to be there, but it's a certain degree of partnership with that, with that, that, that labels, that records, that makes stories, that projection to the future, that tries to live in the past. It's the most beautiful union with that space, holding that space, caressing that space and moving slowly, moving slowly. That way, when one moves slow, nothing goes missed. And if it does, it's more easy or <laughs> easy. It's um, quicker to track and bring one back home, flowing in and out, in and out, in and out, the divine dance. One realm of the divine dance I'm experiencing. There's other realms of this dance that are playing out in my field that I can't wait to share with all of you, but I can't right now. It has to crystallize and unfold a little bit more. So I'm having the most beautiful experience of holding myself through every moment of sensation and processing in real time to a degree where there's moments I can't breathe and I just drop to my knees where I'm at and just get it. Get whatever wants to move through. Then I get up and keep moving. Sweet river, my beautiful beloved mirror in all the ways. We were talking about how we really are full spectrum and anchored in the balance of all of it. We'll go to each other. One of us will be like bawling or deep in it and then instantly turn and, and embrace the other sensations moving through the body and then greet people. Be present with someone who's like, hey, I need to process my stuff. Can you hold space for me? We can do it all simultaneously. We have tapped into the multi-dimensions that we exist on and can bring it through into the now. And that is something that's accessible to all of us. But guess what? We have been deeply programmed to resist sensation, to label some. Uh, and it's really, when you think about it, it's a, it's a, it's a super thin um, box or a super short list of what we've really programmed ourselves to label as pleasurable. Think about it. There's really not that much. It's like, ooh, that's warm. Oh, 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 it's a little too hot. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, it has to be just there. Or, oh, this is comfy, but oh, oh, the, not this pillow. Or one too many blankets. Like, our, our capacity for comfort or what we label as comfort is very small. And then there's so many other sensations that we're like, nope, too much, too little. No, ah, ah, it, uh, ah, it has to be just this. Like, when did we become that? You see children or I see children that, don't give a shit. I'm not saying all children. They run out in the rain. They're cold. They don't care. They're just having fun. They're in the moment. They're present. They're not labeling. They're not judging. They're not defining their experience based upon, I'm cold. I got a da-da-da. Maybe sometimes, okay? I don't, yeah, again, never mind. So sensation, train to resist it. Look at Big Pharma in the United States. I think I touched into this on the last podcast, but it's very rare that a doctor is going to ask you, how are you living your life? 
what traumas are present in your body. Let's, let's dive in and see what's running. Let's see what's been handed down in your DNA. Actually, they do do that. They're like, oh, your grandma had it, so you have it. Yep, here's pills. Let's mask the symptoms that are knocking on your door so we can numb them a little bit more. And then you won't ever, ever have to look. You won't ever, ever have to look within and see what's actually being said. You can just keep ignoring that which is coming to the surface to be seen, especially the ones that are in your ancestry because, oh my God, that's been asking to be seen for how freaking long? Let's keep shoving it under the surface. Let's keep masking it, masking the sensation, anything not to feel. I have ADD, here's pills. I'm bipolar, here's pills. No tools or techniques to understand oneself and what's really happening and what's really unfolding for a being. No actual training or experience on where to fucking look. And again, I love to overgeneralize. I'm not saying everyone. But just really trained. Oh my God, my stomach, I need this. Or at least I was. I grew up with my grandma as a nurse. Um, and she was a pill popper. So anything, for any, any symptom. And my grandpa too. My grandpa, his pills basically kept him alive the last 10 years of his life. Like 40 pills a day prescribed to him. And I'm not saying it's bad and wrong, okay? You could ha take pills that are like uh, pharmaceuticals that are really needed for you and amazing. I'm glad you found what you need. I'm just saying generally we mask the symptoms and numb it down with certain pharmaceuticals so we don't have to be with and sit with the sensation. But what if, what if the very healing that we're seeking for lies in the embracing of that which we want to shove away, push down, numb out. What if it takes inviting it to the table? The majority of clients that I work with is are, are they bring into the space consistently things that they're avoiding or not wanting to feel or wanting to change. I love, they're, they're superheroes, just so you know. But you all are superheroes. So it's, it's like, I don't want to feel this, or they're making this, and I don't want to feel it. It's, it's constantly avoiding, running away from, trying to fix and change sensation. If there's a genuine knock on the door, something deep, something that's pulling you out of your center, what if just sitting, what if breathing in that sensation was the key, inviting it up? not trying to make it wrong or push it away. Oh, here's that thing again. It's like a four-year-old crying inside. Like, hey, boy, uh, pick me up, hold me, love me. And we're like, ah, oh, you're crying again. Like, you're probably not going to do that for, to a four-year-old. At least I hope not. Someone I love very much in my life. I always feel like I... <sighs> okay, someone I very much love in my life. The way that she talks to herself... I'm not going to say who she is, but the way she talks to herself is just, if she drops a glass on the ground, she'll call herself effing stupid out loud. Oh, you're so effing stupid. Like, oh my gosh, this is how you talk to yourself. This is how you love your being. So it's, it's how can we be with ourselves in every single moment? And that's what I'm experiencing now to another degree, slowing down. So I feel the dirt underneath my feet. I feel the breeze against my skin and my hair. I'm slow and steady with my breath. 
I'm grounded and present with each conversation. I'm not ahead of myself just saying yes to things. I know instantly in my body if it's a yes or a no. This is the place to reside. This is where the magic can unfold. When we are in our body. There's so many of us that exist right outside of our body. And the majority of you probably don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. And that's okay. You don't have to know. But most of us exist right around our head. Most of us haven't been in our body since like childhood. Something traumatic happens in our spirits. Like I'm dipping out. It's safer to reside right here in the field. Because I don't want to feel all the stuff that's been locked away. <laughs> we have to feel. And once we get comfortable with feeling that word comfortable, right? Once we get comfortable with feeling, it becomes less of a thing. Oh, I have to feel this now and this now. And it just is. We're just moving through as the observer of the experiencer. There's no more labels. I had a really, really profound Thai massage last week. I can't wait to get one tomorrow. And Deanna's a medicine woman and she pushes so hard into these stored energetics in the body. So traumas get stored in our tissue, in our fascia, this energy that isn't processed. So having someone consciously do energy work as well as um, consciously pushing and working those spaces allows the energy to open up and move through. Now there'd be times when my whole body would seize and I just want to scream and cry, but it took relaxing resting into it and allowing and it would turn pleasurable and i know i said that last week but literally alchemy and, and it's in its finest but it took surrendering into myself holding myself not abandoning myself because if i would have hopped out of my body like ah i would have just stayed in that oh god i can't wait till it's done instead of like breathe babe yeah relax feel me <laughs> because then any box that I've labeled as something dissolves and a whole new experience can emerge. That's the sweet space to be in. I'm not creating more of the old. I'm not bringing the past into the present. I'm being with the moment, the divine moment, the most pleasurable, all-consuming, fulfilling, ecstatic space that there could ever possibly be. There's nowhere it can exist except right here, right now. It's not in the future and it's not in the past because those spaces are organized and planned by the mind. It's the now. It's the forever surrenderance of the unfolding of the ever-present now. Getting comfortable in that space. Something arises. Can we see it newly? Can we hold the one that wants the label and let the grass dissolve? Hold the one that labels and open up the palms to release that label in real time, allowing it to transform before your very eyes so you can remember that you are magic. You are nothing less than a walking miracle maker in every moment. Can you let go of the confines of the past to remember continuously in the now through deepening into self? It takes courage. It takes courage to hold the one that wants to run and hide underneath a rock, that wants to create stories of this is hard, this is that, oh, I can't. 
it's getting all voices on board into the now, realizing it's a team. We're all in it together. So it takes courage and strength. It really takes courage and strength to be willing to sit with yourself and feel, to, to locate the one who wants to run the fuck away. Can you open yourself up to sensation? Can you be that masculine for your feminine? Can you hold that space for the energies to flow? Because I promise you, we'll continuously deepen into a wellspring that never ends of just pure bliss and beauty, unfathomable bliss and beauty. I had someone say to me again today, um, I was up at Finca Mia and I had a few drop-ins and this is my favorite one, <laughs> one of them. When people tell me that I'm lucky, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not. She's like, you're so lucky to live in a place like this. We, we had a beautiful moment, a sisterhood moment. I've been through this awakening that I'm experiencing. I'm healing a deeper, and I'm going to use the word healing because it's, it's transmuting and, and, and healing. Yeah, like a wound, the sister wound that's deeply woven within me. These past few weeks, sister wounds have been just alchemized to the point where I can look at a divine feminine embodiment in a way where every little micro movement of their face is just deepening my heart and opening me up to love. I'm receiving all of them. There's no more separation or stories in this space or they creep in and then I'm allowing them to dissolve. So we had a beautiful moment down at the river and she looked at me and she said, you're so lucky to live here. And you know, that's what a lot of people think, it, but it is not luck. Luck didn't pick me up and pluck me here. I had to burn down like four different lifetimes, houses, not actually burn them down, but completely leave my entire life that I created around me. So think of the life you're in now. Think of the immediate people you see every day, the people that have you've become reliant on and have become reliant on you that promises have been made with. Think of your job, think of your family, think of your pets, think of all the things that are the reasons why you cannot do something that you're labeling someone else as lucky for having, for having created for themselves. We are creating our reality. So look around at your reality and realize that, that is what you are creating and you can create something different. But guess what it takes? It takes moving through all the beliefs of why you can't. It takes looking at them and choosing differently despite all the evidence as to why that belief is valid. Most people don't do that. Why? Because they don't want to feel the sensation of fear or disappointing someone. I'm speaking from myself right now. That's a big one for me, feeling like I'm disappointing others or that others aren't going to like me. That's a big one for me. Like, oh God, they're not going to like me anymore. I'm going to let them down. What did it mean to me in the mural? Like, oh, you're so cute. You're so cute, little Sophia. So I just shared that with her. Like, you know, it took me burning down like four different lifetimes <laughs> to follow my soul enough to get me here. And now, even though I'm here, I'm in paradise, people. I am in literal paradise 
heaven on earth. I live directly on, I can see it right now talking to you, the most crystal clear water that I get to dip in. And I know you've heard this, but here I go again. Fruit trees in abundance. In the jungle, the most epic community around me. I'm really in a place where I like, my clients are amazing. I have people waiting for my containers and my retreats. And I can basically offer any type of service I want. I think of Mia, where I meet people from all over the globe. I really created something epic. And I'm seeing here how I've created from a lot of things in my field right now from a, a space of fear. In a space of, oh, I don't want to, I don't want them to be disappointed in me. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That one was sneaky. I really thought that everything right now was 100% fully authentic. Into some spaces it was, but not for what's birthing through. Not for what's birthing through. So if you are feeling the call to make a radical change in your life, I'm with you. It's not quote unquote easy. <laughs> if, it was like, if it was, there'd be a lot more people doing some crazy things that were unexpected because it'd be easy to follow that call, that pull. But I promise you, if you can release the stories and the graspings and allow your heart to crack open as you transition into something new, calling upon God, which I'll get into in a second, this God thing that I'm speaking of, call upon God to carry you through and everyone for the best and highest good, then what will drop in is beyond anything the mind can comprehend. But you have to be willing to move through the fears and rewrite the stories of why you can't. Well, sh I just can't because of da-da-da. Okay, there you go. You created that. That's your belief and that's your reasoning. You're putting the weight of why you can't follow your dreams on your pets, on your children, on your mother. What if it was for their best and highest good too that you shifted out? No, it can't possibly be. You have no idea because this is beyond the mind, the mind that thinks it knows. It takes a level of surrenderance of the mind to merge into the deep knowing that springs up from the body, from the earth, from God. If you know me or have worked with me, you know that I usually don't say God. I usually say universe or quantum field or holodeck, hologram, either of those. And I'm realizing that this whole time I've been dancing with God. This is God. It's fulfilling a deep part of me to be able to be like, wow, this is communing with God. And I am God too. I know that. But I am a aspect of God experiencing itself as other through the body of Sophia. And I get to remember that everything I perceive is also God. And I get to shift out of the dualistic separation and rest in that space with God. And I think that's what it means through the body of Christ, unity consciousness. Because through the body, the embodiment of that, we can more easily taste God and commune with God in that space. Because when we are creating separation out of fear, protection, judgment, like when we're creating from that space or peering through that lens, God is not easily found because we are in fear, in protection, in separation. So through unity, one is able to rest in the peaceful, relaxing knowing 
that everything is in divine order, that everything is in divine alignment. And if you see things that don't fall into that place, then genuine, authentic inspiration will pull you forward into how you can support that which you are perceiving from this frequency, from this frequency, not from the frequency of make wrong and separation, from the frequency of God. It's all God, yes. That's my way it's like, but it's all God. It is all God. All of it is God. And when one rests in unity, all of that which keeps one in hell dissolves. Hell is living on earth now. The majority of people are walking around in their self-created hell. It's absolute hell to live in fear, to live in separation, to live in protection. They don't like me. They don't this. They don't this. Oh God, what about this? And they looked at me like this and oh this. That is fucking hell. You can surrender all of that up and shift through what one may call the body of Christ, this frequency, these, this, like it came into my head the other day when I was thinking the blood of Christ and it showed DNA shifting and activating into unity, like, like codes of unity, like transmuting different fears and traumas that would keep one separate. And like that is the body or one aspect of it. You know, I, I'm radically shifting in the fact that I'm even using these words. It's pretty profound for me to observe myself. I started I don't read books. <laughs> I do not read books. I used to. I've read a, a few good ones, you know, like The Alchemist, Four Agreements, Power of Now. I used to read books. But then, like a, like a few years ago, I got a big sign not to read books. Just believe in what flows into me because guess what? We are the record keepers. We hold all the information in ourselves, the water in our body. Like all we need to do is ask and tune in and receive and believe in that which drops in. Believe in ourselves enough to believe that we have the answer, that we hold all the answers that we seek. So I found if there's something that my being is needing, a piece that hasn't dropped into my conscious mind and someone tries to hand me a book, I just look at the title. And it's like what I've heard people say it before. Like, I think it's possible to just put your hand on a book and receive it. Literally is possible. Just look at the title, put your hand on the book. You can open it up and read the chapter titles and then there you go, done. You've received it. You've received it in your own way and how it was meant to land. Maybe not, maybe, maybe you don't believe you're there yet and that's fine. If you don't believe it, then that's the very resistance that refuses the drop in of it. I believe that I am it and that's exactly what happens. So there's one book I've carried and it's A Course in Miracles and I first started di diving into it with James and like years ago, but I wasn't really ready. Wasn't really ready. And I couldn't get past the metaphors. I was like, fuck this, like I'm not worshiping this da da da, and what is this, and why do they keep saying he? And I just couldn't get past my ego. The ego, my sweet, sweet, beautiful beloved. So I've recently started tapping back into it and these things are dropping in newly. And I am beginning to use these words, but not in the words that a lot of religion programs one to use and to say. So it's been pretty profound to witness myself. I even said in a client session the other day, like through the body of Christ. And I just like, <gasps> oh my God, um, can we just erase that? Let's just say through unity, okay? That just, it just came out. <laughs> like, okay, I don't think I'm ready to fully own this yet. 
but I am. Because and it, it will form. The more I say yes, drop into my field, I am open to receiving this and to bringing it through, then I can understand more fully. But right now, for my limited word choices from what has dropped in, I, it's like through the body of Christ, the unity, consciousness, embodying unity, perceiving through that lens, moving through the world from that space. So peaceful, so blissful, so pleasurable. Why would anyone want anything else? Why would anyone want to like put their head in the sandbox and put sand over their head and be like, oh my God, the sand. It's like lift your fucking head out of the box, brush your face off, and let's continue to walk. It's been just incredible. I'm so grateful for this awakening. It's a, an awakening of remembrance, a deeper level of remembrance. If you came to my retreats this year, it's pretty funny that they're both titled Remembrance, a Kundalini Medicine Journey Home. And a lot of you who came had shared with me that it, the name was perfect. It was exactly what you experienced, a deeper homecoming, a deeper remembrance. This is all of that times like a million. And at the same time, I'm, I'm beginning to anchor that and a level playing field with all things. But I still love the fucking pendulum swing of, oh, this is this and this is this. Like, I love it. I love the drama of it. I love the drama of, this is so profoundly ecstatic. Like, oh my God. And like, oh yeah, that's good. But this is, and you know, so I'm not ready to fully anchor in everything on a level field, but that's also coming. And I'm sure a different experience of ecstasy will drop in on that space too but right now I'm really enjoying just being so turned on by life it's like I'm just gonna say it. I'm an open book and it seems like a lot of my sexual energy has been dormant which is hilarious right because I'm a kundalini teacher and I raise my and my kundalini energy constantly and I've channeled it in other ways I've constantly been like nope sexual energy channeled to other ways other ways other ways other ways and it's like a new realm of that has been opened and activated but it's like radiating through every cell of my body and it's like the most pleasurable thing is standing with a tree and receiving its essence by breathing it in or just like losing myself in a rock or feeling the water on my skin or listening to the breeze blow through the bamboo leaves as it sways back and forth so sensually. I'm in love with this moment. And what does that mean, love? Love, it's so limiting. Oh, especially how we've created it to be. I love you, I don't love you. I'm not ready to say I love you to this person yet. Love just is. What does love mean? Love is a sensation. Is it, is it reserved for family and children or friends that have a specific timeline with you? Or is love a state of being? I kind of want to start dissolving that, even though I've been using it lately to describe how I'm feeling. Every time I use it, I'm like, this is so limiting. This doesn't even remotely capture what I'm trying to share. Love. Love, love. It's so overplayed. Wow, it's really just dropping in right now. It's so overplayed and just picked apart and like used as like attachment and, and mine and like, what? Even just being love, 
that doesn't, that feels super limiting. It feels like when I'm saying that word now, at least in my body, body, it's losing its, its weight. I think a new word needs to birth through. I'm calling that in to my field. In my realm, I'm calling in a new word for this frequency that I want to say as love because that's what I'm programmed to label it as, but it's not that. It's beyond. It's beyond. It's what one would label unconditional love. What's a word for that? What's a word for that? Jeremy, if you're listening, share with me what comes through. What is a word for unconditional love that isn't either of those words? I would like that to drop in because that's what this frequency is. It's just this blissful acceptance of, and I don't even want to say acceptance. It's just because that's labeling. It's, it's like just pure ecstasy in every moment without um, conditions of like, not you, not you, but this. And uh, maybe if we talk like two more weeks, then it will be you too. You'll be included. It's all inclusive. <laughs> it has no choice but to be because the simple even thought of, of excluding is, is not within the realm not within that dimension at all. You cannot exist in that dimension and have and rule out certain aspects of existence, of creation. You can't. When one is, when one is brave enough to surrender into that space, to surrender all the parts that are creating deep, all-consuming sensation, surrender it through, I'll use the terms again, through Christ, the unity, the embodiment of unity consciousness, then something new can emerge. The space I'm speaking of, it cannot be generated from the ego. It can masquerade as that, and it can seem close to that, and it can seem like I've created all of this. This is epic. This is it, and it's not that. What's that? What is that? Is beyond, so far fucking beyond, that it's incomparable. <laughs> <sighs> And in this space, when we surrender and move from this space, we get to be surprised. We get to be stoked. We get to be actually excited. I, up until recently, I haven't felt those words. And I've shared that with many of you, that I don't feel the frequency that people call excitement. Like I just, that's something that I don't think that I, that moves through me very much. And now it's like a constant because every moment just unfolds organically and I receive it in its totality. <laughs> and I'm excited for what's going to continue to birth through this space. The more I surrender and deepen into it, even though it's simultaneously a bit scary to a few spaces within. But that's okay because that fear space isn't my identity. It doesn't define me. It's not the space like, oh, nope, too scary. Can't do that. Trust me. My laundry list, if I wanted to go into it, of why um, the fear parts of me are justified is long as fuck, just like any of you. But the thing is, I know it's not my truth. And I know that the space I tasted and touched is supposed to be my operating system, my baseline. And that what is asking to birth through me now is something that my, my mind of Sophia could have never planned. Never. It wasn't even in my wheelhouse of imagination. But now that I've aligned with it, it's like, oh yeah, it can't be anything but this. <laughs> it's, a complete, it's completely new and not new at all. 
the paradox of like, oh yeah, this is what remembrance feels like. An unwavering knowing that this is the path and I will continue to devote my being fully to this present moment and walk forward knowing where the river is going to eventually flow and being surprised and in bliss and in joy and in gratitude as I take each step forward and witness its unfolding and love the one who wants to reach and grasp. Oh, sweet love, I know, I know. Here we are walking through the unknown, but it's okay, I got you. I have got you. Surrender into this peaceful space. So if you, if you desire to, you can plant this seed right now, a little golden seed into your being that the next time you view someone as lucky, ask yourself, what am I labeling as lucky? Well, they have this and they have that. What does that mean about you? What do they have that you don't, that you desire? And why are you refusing to allow yourself to have that? Can you release the situations or the people that you're putting the blame on saying it's because of them? Can you move through the sensations that it takes to create that which you desire? Are you willing to walk through the fire? <laughs> so if you're someone who has a challenging time with the word God, use whatever you want universe, quantum field. If you're someone who works with deities, good for you. Like freaking Quan Yen, Oshun, Yamanya, Zeus, Thor, Odin. I know some people that are like deeply devoted to Odin. That's great. That's your path. There's so many different pathways that lead to the same source. And guess what? It's all God. So Kuan Yin, if you want to go through those frequencies, it's like the mother of compassion. Beautiful, compassionate frequencies of this entity that you can call in the energy, which is also you in another form. And you can call it in and, and commune with this space. But it's just a pathway. It's just a pathway. Because God is all of it and none of it. Again, the Tao that can be spoken of is not the true Tao. 10,000 names yet is nameless. <laughs> Just as you think that you've had a taste, you realize that it was not that at all. As the form is ever changing, ever fluid, ever evolving and expanding, encompassing all that is known and all that can't even possibly begin to land in the mind. So I know I have a little bit of a track record to not really get back to every person, but I am putting an invitation now. If you listen to this all the way through, and if something came up that is dissonant in your body or that you want to deepen into or you want a reflection upon, message me. You can message me on Facebook or Instagram. Being water on Instagram. And let's dive in. I would love to be in service to the deepening of this frequent, these frequencies I'm speaking of because they're continuing to unfold and deepen in my being every single day. And I have, I have that energy in my field that's continuously feeding it. It's like a complete circuit that has been formed over here in my realm. And I would love to be in service to that. So share with me.
I'm getting ready to uh, bring a kundalini class through based upon these frequencies. If you've done my classes, you know we can get crazy, shamanic. Like the focus and the fabric of my classes, it's not just typical yoga. Union, right, is what the word means. It's to anchor in unity consciousness. It always has been to anchor that in and to remember who the fuck you are beyond programming, the depths of your truth. So I want to bring it through with these frequencies I spoke of today. So I'll be recording that. I'm going to put it on my Patreon, but if you are really feeling to just receive that class, I'm also open to sending that to anyone who's listened to it all the way through today. So if you want to practice a practice that has everything that we dove into, and it's not even the words, I hope that today you felt something, anything. What did your body allow you to receive? What spaces were resistant? Because those are the spaces that are holding potentially, potentially. And with one simple kundalini practice, we can clear out spaces that are holding within the body. Stories, energetics, move them through with a simple posture and breath so that more of this energy, more of one's truth can flow through and anchor in. So life force energy can activate the vessel, this beautiful vessel that we get to experience through. (laughs) So I'm going to stop there today. Thank you for listening. I'm sure this topic will continue to deepen and to unfold and to reveal and to expand into all the words. I'm looking forward to new words dropping in. Thank you for being here. Side note, I'm about to get my chime, but if there's anyone out there, I maybe should have done this in the beginning. If there's anyone out there that's a really dope, um, what, I, what do you even call it? That can create a really awesome entry song for me, <laughs> for my podcasts. I would like something that embodies my essence. So we can tune in just a little like, cool intro thing to start these and maybe end these little transmissions with. Thank you, because these podcasts are really to support me in remembering what's flowing through, to like reflect it back, to have it in my cells, to hear myself, to receive myself by speaking it and embodying it. Because I know my being speaks from spaces that are are, um, cellularly activating those, oh God, I don't like to say codes. Why does it come up for me to say those codes? (laughs) I don't like that word. I feel like it's super new agey and that's me labeling and judging and making wrong it. They're like, I got the codes, I got the codes. I'm like, oh my God, good for you. But I guess they are, they are codes. They're genetic codes. So message me and we'll work out something really epic if you can create me a welcome flow song thing. (sighs) Feel your root. Does it instantly tense up? 
He invited in relaxation. Root yourself into your body. Bring yourself here. Move slowly, move slowly with yourself. Enjoy the sounds, the senses, the tastes. See if you can fall in love with the tree. See if you can bring yourself to tears with the beauty of a leaf. See if you can lay on the grass and just merge with everything that's surrounding you. See if you can gaze at yourself in the mirror and get lost in your own eyes. Or don't. There's so much waiting for us to experience if we're just brave and courageous enough to follow that calling. Thank you for listening.